Reds, James Pearce here, just finishing up a, a very rainy Anfield where it finished Liverpool 4, Fulham 3. Coming up, we'll bring you all the best post-match reaction. We'll hear the best bits from Jurgen Klopp's press conference and my colleague Greg Evans will drop by to give his take as well on what was an absolute thriller. The strike is there! So it's all over here at Anfield. Calm has finally descended after the absolute bedlam around this place that, that accompanied the dramatic finale to a Liverpool victory that no one that was here will forget in a hurry. I don't think anyone had Liverpool at home to Fulham as one of the Premier League games of the season, but that's exactly what it served up. And it's another you know, big, big hurdle for this Liverpool team, not in terms of the scale of the opposition that they beat, but in terms of digging themselves out of a hole and that resilience and fight and character that any team that wants to to stay the stay the pace in a title race has to has to be able to to serve up and yeah having got themselves into a hole they dug themselves out of it spectacularly uh in that in that finale and early on it I thought Liverpool would be cruising you know it's they they were really dominant in terms of possession and territory and there was a lot of gaps in that Fulham rearguard effort that Liverpool were able to to find and finally they get the breakthrough with you know, Trent Alexander-Arnold what a performance from him today and it was a stunning 25 yard free kick you know the the killjoys have have taken the goal off him apparently it's gone down as a burnt Leno own goal it has to come back off the crossbar and clip the goalie before going in but it was it was a hell of a strike from Liverpool's vice captain and at that point you kind of expected Liverpool to kick on and and blow Fulham away but it just didn't happen they got they got sloppy and they paid the price you know they weren't in front for long Matip misplaced a pass that put Liverpool under pressure and then and then suddenly Fulham were in and there was there was Harry Wilson on his return to Anfield converting Robinson's low cross and and then Liverpool just seemed to lose their way really there was a lot of careless errors and and then you kind of when they went back in front for the second time um you know again absolutely spectacular I don't think I've I've ever seen a Liverpool game that involving four goals of such high caliber and the second one for me was the pick of the lot you know Alexis McAllister's waited a long time to get off the mark since he joined Liverpool from Brighton and what a way to do it you know first time strike 25 yards arrowed into the top corner McAllister but again Liverpool couldn't couldn't build on it and then they were undone by some dreadful defending from a corner Jimenez free header Tete is able to tuck it away from close range Kelleher really should have done better um and and then the game's in the balance at, at half time and um you know, Liverpool were better in the second half without being completely convincing it was it, they just the final ball was letting them down at times in the final third you could sense the anxiety growing a bit in the stands as well and it you know Nunes who you know I thought he struggled first half you know he didn't he, he was too wasteful in possession I thought he was better. He was unlucky, certainly. It was a, there was a blistering counter-attack led by Salah. And Salah played in Nunes, you know, hammered it against the underside of the bar. Really unlucky from the Uruguayan there. And 
But at other times, you know, there was there was another good Nunez chance that he scuffed wide. And too often Liverpool seemed to be taking the wrong option and overplaying at times. And it was you, you just you kind of thought, well, this this really could go wrong. The alarm bells were ringing, and Klopp changed things. You know, he he brought on he brought on Gomez and Gagpo and replaced replaced McAllister and Zabozlai and probably the most you know the, the the biggest thing tactically was was moving Trent permanently into that into that central midfield role with Gomez coming on at at right back and that meant that Trent was able to get on the ball in dangerous areas even more than he usually usually does there was the 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 blow probably the one real you know dark side of of today was was the sight of Joel Matip who has been in in decent form of late you know he limped off with a knee injury Canate coming on for him and then Liverpool were rocked really 10 minutes to go when the cook the cut over Reed got above Simakas at the far post to head home and suddenly you know fortress Anfield looked like it was it was going to fall to bits you know it was a perfect 10 out of 10 at home so far this season in all comps and that record was under serious threat and I'm sure I wasn't the only one who was scratching their head a bit when Klopp reacted by bringing on Wataro Endo for, for Gravenberg not because Gravenberg had been particularly good but you just think when you're you're 3-2 down and you know to to bring on a holding midfielder wouldn't be the most predictable of, of subs to make but you know talk about the Midas touch from Klopp it worked an absolute treat there was there was Salah teeing up Endo, edge of the box, and what a wonderful finish it was, guiding it into the, the top corner past Leno. Oh, Endo's waiting for Wataru Endo with another spectacular strike, and now Liverpool are level. And that, you know, the, the atmosphere then was absolutely electric. And what was it, barely 60 seconds later, you know, it was the ball drops to Trent just inside the area, touched to steady himself, absolutely lashed it past Leno. Low strike into the bottom corner and Anfield went absolutely wild. And they might have taken that first goal off Trent today, but there's no taking that away from him. You know, you know what what a special talent we are viewing. And, you know, there's the hero at the Etihad last weekend, the hero again today, taking on so much more responsibility this season as the vice-captain. And he absolutely loved those 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 scenes on the pitch after the final whistle, conducting the coppers as they sang about the uh, the scouser in our team. So um, yeah, big win for Liverpool, especially going into such a busy month in December. So first up in Jurgen Klopp's press conference, he was asked to sum up his feelings after such a roller coaster afternoon at Anfield. I told the boy after the game, the game turned out as the game we saw because we had been dumped. We gave it. We were really strong. We started really well. I liked it a lot. Scored a goal. And I don't actually know, I forgot that a little bit, I don't timing-wise, when the long break, because Bernd Leno had to cut. Um, how influential that was, I, I have to watch it back. Um, but then we were like still playing, but the protection was not that good anymore. So he could have won the ball back high up the pitch, didn't. They passed in the centre, they arrived there. They got a corner. They had the the the, the, the counter attack when they when they um, scored the first one, Harry. Then the second, so the, the corner should never happen. You should defend the corner better, but in first place, it should never happen. They get another corner in a similar situation, score again, and um, this time was disallowed. That's why I said the boys in half time. Um, this result is deserved, uh, and it shouldn't be like that. Coming out and then obviously now Fulham is is a different opponent because they realize now ah that's the way how it goes against them today but we still had our moments we had unlucky with Darwin on crossbar 
um, and other situations where we could have scored. And they scored a 3-2 and that was not, not deserved as well, we have to say that. Eh? So, um, football is sometimes like this. Um, they had not 20 chances, but they had enough and were pretty clinical. You concede the 3-2 um, and then obviously the periods are, that's now easy to say and we will never find out, but of course we, in the end it was the outcome was perfect, but I liked as well the way we played. So we changed obviously the system a couple of times. Um, and that worked out, I have to say. That's not always the case, but today it worked out. Um, and then it ends up in, in a high intense, hectic period. We have a completely calm situation, ball to Mo, Mo to Wata, and Wata fires in a far corner, completely free. That was before, before that not once the case. So, and 3-3, three, three, and then obviously you, everybody could see the boys wanted more and because we were a bit lucky today we got it um, and yeah outstanding experience I would say everybody was here I don't think anybody would have thought before the game Liverpool Fulham that it will be a game you will never forget in your life but welcome who was here today will never forget it in their life then the Liverpool manager was asked about the calibre of those four Liverpool goals that really were all out of the top draw? I saw a few games. I never saw a game with the amount of worldies, to be honest. I mean a competitive game. It was really competitive. Trent's free kick, unbelievable. Um, Maka, before the game, you could see his foot is right today. He was really in the shooting. He was like, wow, I thought you should better try it. He, he thought obviously the same. Um, Vata was just yeah, so important he came on eh? so that was really good really good one decisive challenges um, super passing top goal yeah and then Trent makes it a brace so um, I, but I, honestly for whatever reason I didn't see that ball go in I, I probably was turning in that moment or whatever um, I have watched that back but um, yeah all of them Pretty special. This is Walk On, your dedicated Liverpool podcast from The Athletic. Well, not surprisingly, Trent Alexander-Arnold dominated the post-match chat and Klopp was also asked about the sight of his vice-captain stepping up and, and taking responsibility for the team when they really needed him once again. Nobody's in doubt how much I... Um, how highly I think about Trent. Players here since I'm here, pretty much longer, of course, but um, for the first team, pretty much since I'm here, and um, the development is, is crazy. His shooting skills we knew before. It's now a while ago, I think, that he scored with a free kick, so we should, <laughs> it would not be bad if we could do that better. For that, we need fouls around that area. We don't have that a lot. Um, yeah, today he was a real leader on the pitch. That's probably most uh, the biggest improvement, then, if you want. Uh, because it was super intense, but um, yeah, got kind of a, another push when we put him a bit more inside um, in that moment. But it's it's all about it. He was so often in these positions. I, they, they, the position don't change really. He's very often in half spaces in the center and stuff like this. So it was 
just really good. But um, he was a real leader on a pitch that was that was most important. Then the conversation turned to Jurgen Klopp's decision to put Trent Alexander Arnold in central midfield midway through the second half when he when he brought on Joe Gomez at right back. Again, this game is 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 for the six. When, when, when the eights are, when we are not that compact, we, I didn't like, I didn't like uh, how we defended with the front line, to be honest, going back, stuff like our defensive, our defensive press was not outstanding in the first half. That makes it really intense for all midfielders, but especially for the six. So uh, we changed the system in that moment as well. Uh, we, we brought Joey, right? That was the change. And so we needed a width as well. We needed a wing, finally, again, because that didn't work out too well. It worked out very often, very well, but there are days where it's not, but it's not happening when you see that Mo gets on the ball and in the first half it was really good when, when then Dom could underlap and then we, we arrived there in, the, in, the, in a very important area. But now we had really Joey out there, but, which helped and we had, we had then obviously two midfielders, the double six, we played with Ryan and, and, and Trent next to each other, but Joey again in possession, first going inside and with the next change staying wide. Um, so with all the things you try to do in these moments, it, it, it's, if it works out, it's because it's tricky for the opponent as well. They get used to different things. And I think um, Tonkini um, played pretty much man-marking against, against Trent in moments. So um, when he was then just in the middle, um, that why it was really helpful that we had the wing and, 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 and could... Because I'm not sure how many crosses Joey fired in in the end. A few really, really good balls. Um, so, and it was all of a sudden they had to adapt again, and that worked not out for them now. And that's why we could win the game. In these moments, not that we played like that, it becomes a bit of chess. You just try to change something to improve yourself, but to make it a bit more tricky for the opponent as well. That's how it went today, worked out. I asked Klopp what he thought winning a game in this fashion can do for his team when you look at the schedule they've got coming up to get that kind of morale boost going into such a pivotal period how big could today prove to be of course it's much better to to win a game and get into the, go into the next game speeds up the recovery but we have we lost today Joel and that will uh, we have obviously no pictures yet no scan yet but after all what you hear and can see that will not be a short one unlucky crazy like but we have just to get through this so um, you have to find always a specific mood and mentality to get into the next game and to go for it and fight in the hard moments and stuff like this. Honestly, I don't think I ever praised Newcastle before, but um, I saw them playing last night and I was really impressed. I said, wow, they play the same team like they're pretty much, pretty much exactly the same team like in Paris. Um, and that was a big fight. And yes, it was a, not only a big fight, it was an exceptional football game. It was a uh, a commercial for pressing, counter-pressing and direct football, really good football. So, um, but it's, it's hard for all of us. So we have just, uh, not so much for me, but the players really hard and they have to, we have to get through this and we have to mix, we see if we can or have to make changes and who can play again and these kind of things. So yeah, going in that period, which is tough anyway, where the positive result is better, but the real decision how the next game will be is made will be made at Sheffield. For the latest subscription offers, head to theathletic.com forward slash Liverpool Pod.
Hello Reds, Greg Evans here. What a game we have just witnessed. And the scoreline is the reason why Liverpool are genuine title contenders again this season. Yes, it was crazy. Yes, it was chaotic and the defending was poor at times. But Liverpool just know how to win games, don't they? And that could be the difference for them. There comes a time in every season where results are defining. And it felt like this game was going to go the opposite way for Liverpool. With three minutes of normal time, Fulham were 3-2 up. Anfield was stunned. Klopp looked worried and rightly so. His team were on the slide. But it's in these moments that really matter where Liverpool seemed to find a way. There was just so much quality in a lot of the moments. And to see three world-class goals was one thing. But then also the way Alexander-Arnold gets the winner is just so special. There will be a lot of teams for you in Liverpool again now. The home form is formidable. The front line is a cheat code. I've said this all season. And now Alexander-Arnold is really stepping up as a key contributor again. It feels like all the hard work that was done last week at Manchester City was backed up again in this performance. Liverpool, okay, they were you know there were times where they looked a little bit sloppy, and other teams will look at that and try to pick out some of the weaknesses and and use that to their advantage in the weeks ahead. But Liverpool just they are genuine title contenders again now. You can see it. They're striking fear into opponents. They're scoring so many goals. The home form is incredible. Um, and it's going to take a lot to stop them. They've shown that they can go head-to-head with Manchester City drawing there last week um, and when they face some of these lesser and lower-ranked teams in the Premier League, uh, it just becomes not light work for them, but you know, it, it's all, it's all, they almost seem to always just find a way to get it done. So it's going to be a really interesting second half of the season, I think, um, you know, with Arsenal and Manchester City looking very strong, but teams are going to be scared of Liverpool again. So that's it for me here at Anfield. For plenty more match reaction and analysis, check out The Athletic. I'll be back alongside Tony Evans and the rest of the team for Wednesday's Walk On podcast. Thanks for joining me and we'll catch you then. The Athletic.